Welcome to Fresh Off the Boat. Uh, today, I'm delighted to chat with Ishan Khanna. He's a student I've known uh, since 2008, nine, when his sister was applying to college, maybe. And then later on, um, when he uh, decided to apply, uh, he graduated from Loyola Marymount University in 2018. 16, yes. And uh, it's been an interesting journey following your work, especially uh, all the cool entrepreneurial activities which you did while you were at LMU while pursuing an information systems degree, and then later on landing a very interesting job in the investment and immigration sort of areas in the US. So first things first, uh, how was it like when you were thinking of applying to LM or rather choosing LMU when you finally had offers? And uh, what did you expect when you landed in LA? How did the experience pan out? <laughs> over a few months and then the four years. Sure. So I'll talk first starting, I guess, with the admissions and the application process and all that. So uh, back in 2011, 2012, um, I started by making just a list of the different colleges that I wanted to go to. So I first thing I knew was I knew what I, what I wanted to study, which was I wanted to do something in information technology, but I didn't want to do hardcore computer science. I didn't want to be a coder. I, but I still wanted an but I still had an interest in IT and in business, so I want to do something with that com combination. So I picked information management systems. Uh, I looked at some of the schools that offered this program. I you know started breaking them down as far as the colleges I could get into with the kind of grades that I had, along with you know my dream colleges and your you know mid range and the backups and all of that. So uh, I I got into a couple of colleges and I remember. Right towards the end, in fact, Arjun, I don't know if you remember this, we had this conversation in my living room when I was debating between Syracuse University and LMU. And both are very, very good schools. Both have great information systems programs, but one college was in uh, on the, it was in, in New York State, like, uh, Syracuse was in New York, uh, just, it was a big school, very opposite to what LMU is. LMU is a small school in a big city in LA, you know, very close to downtown and pretty much it, it, it's a closed off campus. And unlike Syracuse, which was obviously, you know, city. it's larger. Not, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's yeah. a small, a yeah, small town yeah. and all that. So, um, you know, I, I wanted to be in a small school for the primary reason that I didn't want to just be a number in the class. I liked LMU because the average class size was less than 30 kids per class. And, uh, and you know, as you go into senior year and stuff, obviously it gets smaller and smaller from there. And also I just wanted to be in a school where knowing that my opportunities and especially employment opportunities after college were easily attainable. And I kind of explained this specifically because I feel this, this, this deserves a bit more retention. So being going to LMU, I guess the biggest advantage is the location. I was in Los Angeles when I was going applying for summer internships, jobs after college, anything like that. The city of LA was right there next to me. I could travel, you know, all around there to go for job interviews, meet people in person, do all of that. My very first internship that I did in the US was with a company called Cloud Access. They're an IT software security firm in uh, in Wilshire Boulevard or in LA. And I know that it was it was a small company, not something easily attainable. And I think the fact that I was in that city, that I was able to go there and meet with the CEO, actually have those in-person conversations, helped me get my first internship. Just like that, my junior year, I got an internship with admins.com. 
um, they're like Kelly's Blue Book or they're like Cost of Auto Trader. They're they're basically a car listing website, and uh, you know, I it, it was hard to get that internship. And I remember going for like two long rounds of interviews, and I think the fact that just because it was in person, because the the employees over there knew the school that I came from, and just just the fact that I was able to have a way better interaction with them. It helped me essentially get that internship. I was against candidates from way better schools with better experience than me, and I feel like that definitely helped a lot. Same, I guess, same could be said. So being, for my, so being in the right place um, and you know using the opportunities, yeah. not just of the university, but you know extending it to the city that you're in. Exactly. Uh, definitely. So, what about the academics, though? The journey did it pan out the way you thought it would? Choosing information sciences was not the not the first thing that you thought of, or was it something that you always thought of doing? It became it, that that whole thought of wanting to do information systems versus, say, a standard business degree or a standard computer science degree, really came to light. I guess when I was in uh, class twelve, I don't. I, I'm. I I know this is not the typical situation for most people because their their thoughts and their desires you know, change over time, especially when they're in college, they might go from one major to the other. It was not like that for me. I wanted to do information systems when I came into school and I finished school doing information systems, getting a bachelor of science exactly the way I was hoping for it, what I wanted. Um, the academics itself, uh, it was obviously, you know, tough as every college is. What I think helped me do well in university, I think I would have to credit that towards the IB system that I did in class 11 and 12. I did the IB diploma program and a lot of the skills that I learned in those classes, I was able to carry forward in university and actually handle the academics and all well. And how did your academics then uh, segue into some of the choices you made running a startup while you were in college and then even beyond? How do you apply so, yeah. what you're learning in real life? <laughs> Great, great, great question. So uh, around, I believe, sophomore or junior year of college, I was actually approached by a couple of seniors who were embarking on this little startup that they had. They wanted to do this peer-to-peer -peer college tutoring app. Um, we essentially wanted to, they essentially wanted to make an Uber for tutoring. This is right around the time when the whole peer-to-peer -peer economy was getting really big. And uh, you know, they asked me to come on board and I essentially joined them as a product manager. Um, I, I guess I essentially gave myself the role of a CTO. Um, I basically handled the creation of the product, the design of it, all of that, how it would work, how the backend systems would work and all of that. And this essentially became my baby for the next couple of years. Uh, we started an S-Corp, we did all the whole thing. And eventually uh, we did get a little bit of funding, crashed and burned like most startups did, but it was a great learning experience for me. And I think it looks fantastic on my resume too. So just having that experience of, you know, starting my own company, building my own product, launching it, getting users, you know, feeling spectacularly, all of that was a great experience. And I think a lot of that has to be influenced by, was definitely influenced by uh, my business and IT background that I gained doing a, a, the information systems degree at LMU. Great. So uh, if uh, you were to uh, give any advice to student entrepreneurs from the learning that you had, uh, what would you say are the few things to sort of do right? Student entrepreneurs. Um, 
<laughs> and, uh, uh, well, the first kind of advice I want to give is uh, understand the difference between a entrepreneur and an entrepreneur. Uh, entrepreneur requires you to give up a lot of things in your life. Like, uh, I mean, not to get too personal here, but around when I actually started working on the startup and actually started getting heavily vested into it, I had to give up a lot of the other activities that I was doing. I gave up, uh, and I was part of a fraternity in college, kind of gave that up. I was part of some clubs and all that, kind of put that away, push that all to the side, solely focusing on my academics and the startup. Uh, you have to be able to put in that amount of work if this is something you want to do. I also, and which is also why I want to highlight the fact of being a entrepreneur and entrepreneur. If you, a lot of people want to start their own venture, a lot of people want to start it, but when it comes down to actually putting in the work, it's hard. And that's totally fine too. A lot of people that I, I in fact, like sometimes feel like I missed out on that one year of college experience when I could have been out, you know, going out on Saturday nights, like going to the parties, like going uh, and like doing extracurricular activities when instead I'm just sitting away in the business lab, you know, writing away uh, lines of uh, instructions and code and stuff for my uh, development team. I mean, it was a lot of hard work. And, uh, you know, some people could say that, hey, your, your startup actually crashed and burned, so did it pay off? you know the, those are questions that i ask myself so so this is so this being an entrepreneur starting your own venture something you want to do be prepared to put in the grind that's required for it and it's totally okay not to you know do that route too um i in fact think that you know if i hadn't done that and if i just focused on other things i would have also been completely fine i would have gained a different kind of experience but i would have gained experience nonetheless if i had you know maybe done a part time job or something else like that uh, so yeah, I think yeah. this is so, interesting. So, so, but if you were to reflect and say, okay, uh, you know, these are the people who have become influencers in my life, and sort of I connect with people you follow who could be entrepreneurs or even otherwise uh, mm -hmm. who help you develop a certain mindset towards failure, towards trying new things, putting in your best. Uh, do you follow or do you have some? authors in mind, uh, people in mind who you think uh, could be useful for uh, entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs to know of? Um, I actually am not a big fan of like following influencers and all of that just because their situation can vary vastly from yours. So I'll give you an example as far as my situation went when I was you know, starting my own startup. Uh, I'm an international student, right? So I'm a citizen of India studying in a foreign country, wanting to start a venture there. There are so many rules and regulations in place uh, that it would it actually makes starting up for a foreign uh, a startup, you know, dream for a foreign national is extremely hard to actually achieve unless you know what you're doing. So you know, when I when I would talk and when I would like look up all these influencers, would be like, oh, you should do this, do that. A lot of things didn't even apply to me because I couldn't do them. Um, you know, uh, whether it was like saying taking a certain position in the company or, or you know, filing as a uh, as an LLP versus a, uh, an LLC, just little, little things like that. It's, it's, uh, there's, there's, it's not, there's a lot of the same rules aren't applicable to you as they are to other people. The people that have influenced me and that helped me were actually specific members, specific alumni from either my school, my, my university or from my high school that essentially made it. Um, that their whose situations were similar to mine. Those people, I feel like, have had the biggest impact uh, 
on me as far as has inspired me i would say even right. arjun even you in a way inspired <laughs> me with your hustle and, and and you know the 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 kind of students that you bring in and the and the influence that you've created and the community that you've built is uh, i'd say is remarkable because you know a lot of uh, i would say that by in itself is is inspirational so um i i would the advice that i would give as far as you know looking for inspiration and looking for mentors or anything like that look for people who are in the similar situation or come from similar backgrounds as you and that have succeeded and have made it and look at what they've done a lot of be uh, you know uh, one of the best conversations i've ever had is with uh somebody that you know graduated from the same school as me went to the us studied tried to make things work tried to get a work visa didn't work out came back on uh, after certain thing he made a he went through a lot of struggles and he made a lot of mistakes that you know he eventually ended up telling me and i learned so much from that and i feel like that takes away uh that that takeaway definitely helped me massively super so let's uh, change things up make it more mm-hmm. rapid fire i have a few questions in mind sure uh, first is you know if imagine that you were a college student maybe in your senior year or starting your senior year now you've graduated you can sort of have the luxury of sort of redoing things uh and covid has hit campus yeah. and campuses might not open soon uh if they did reopen and everything went back to normal magically what would you do more at lmu or if you were in any college uh, what advice would you give students to make the most out of college to make the most out of college uh i would say get involved that is the most important thing uh, get involved in clubs get involved in organizations socialize network do all of that um most importantly you know be the the staff members that help you and the and that guide you you know keep in touch with them uh some of the so some of the best advice or the some of the best talks or communications that i've had is with people who have been in the education field for a long time so just like for example the head of the international office at my school was extremely helpful to me when it came to post immigration post graduation planning for my immigration options and things like that she got got me in touch with a couple of immigration law firms one of whom i actually used to file my uh, visa petition and things like that um I think that uh just being involved on campus and you know getting in touch being in touch with your professors and you know letting them know who you are what you do what you're interested in helps there may be a research opportunity opportunity or something that might you know crop out of it there may be a a network event or something that you may get invited to where you might meet someone who'd be massively influential on in your in your life so uh Fantastic. take advantage of yeah. everything that has to offer you know like i mentioned earlier that lmu is in a city so i was able to go out and do a lot of things if you have that option utilize it go explore the local city you know go around i mean if there's a if there's a cool startup in your area or something like that maybe set up an informational interview or something with uh, one of the owners or something like that and maybe you can go see them and you know get yourself known so like i remember i think it was like a freshman sophomore year of college i actually applied I was planning to apply for an interview at Snapchat for uh, for an internship position never ended up getting it but I set up an informational interview with one of the managers there because he graduated from the same college that I did took a 15 minute uber ride there got there had a quick conversation got to shake some hands got some new connections on my linkedin didn't really help much but 
that was a really cool experience gave me an exposure to a startup that was young and growing and now they've obviously grown massively <laughs> fantastic so you already sort of answered my next question because i can deduce uh, what strengths you have but i want to hear it from you uh, if you were to pick three adjectives uh, three words that describe your strengths what would they be <laughs> oh three strengths um three particular strengths i mean it's hard to say uh i'm organized um yeah with all your gadgets around you it seems yeah. like definitely know what's happening yeah. in the in the world of podcasting i'd love to learn sure, more about sure. that sure i do a lot of webinars and stuff that's why all this equipment um i guess another strength would be compassionate uh i you know i do i i do think one of the biggest uh i was a right after college i my first job was product management and product management essentially is creating apps in, in the tech world is more to do with the creation and the building of apps or essentially products and uh, one of them one of the biggest traits that you require is to have empathy for your users and uh, i was forced to learn compassion uh, for people in that in that particular field so i definitely say that's one of my other strengths and i guess the the last one uh i would have to say is ob observant i think that's an important strength uh especially in this world um i nowadays the job that i do requires me to peruse through a lot of legal documents and 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 see what people are writing and putting in and and know what's put out there and having a skill uh, of being meticulous and attention to detail is important and i'd say that's finally a strength that i've definitely added to my arsenal great uh now just you know some a message to students who are stuck in a limbo like what is it that you think they could do to deal with uncertainty the kids who just graduated from college or graduated from high school uh something from your experiences we've known that you've dealt with failure different situations sure uh, and obviously life doesn't always uh sort of become certain in terms of you know going from point a to point b there are several detours what what message would you give people who are a bit disappointed with what's going on with everything going on yeah so i'll break this up into three uh, uh three groups of people essentially that uh, are facing this because i actually have been talking to a few of my friends who are either graduating or graduated from college and are facing a massive uncertainty um so for those of for those people who are in high school right now who are still in school uh you know you you maybe you're between your first and 12th grade your class 1 to class 12 you're somewhere in the middle of that uh and you're looking at st maybe studying abroad and things like that continue on your path uh, uh moments like these in the world have happened you know uh pandemics have happened before in this in the world and have taken lots of lives and the economies and been impacted and all of that this isn't anything new uh you know stay safe work hard try to get into a uh, further education of your choice if you want to take a gap year i guess that's an option too but really this should not actually affect your plans that much now for the next group of people if you're in college currently the world looks extremely uncertain right now um you know jobs after college and all is definitely a concern summer internships are a concern all of that stuff is definitely problematic uh my best advice to you is add value to yourself find something to do I know plenty of people now who even though they may have lost internship opportunities or are going through struggles of their own they're managing to maybe get like an online internship some are uh independent contractors and trying to you know do jobs online 
whether it's like you know small graphic design or something whatever skill that you have you can build on it or use it in a way to you know gain some experience whether it's work experience or anything like that um i remember there was a period of time when after graduating college when i was unemployed for about 6 months and i remember just sitting at home in in delhi just like twiddling my thumbs and not doing anything at all so i took some google analytics classes online i i i learned some uh, extra skills that i could add to myself that may be useful in the future so those are the kind of things right now that you can absolutely do uh you know once college campuses open up same thing try to find to do activities that add value to yourself as well now to the final group and to the most important ones those who are graduating in these in essentially may of 20 20 uh things are very bad right now i, I can't show a code this um i've had a lot of my friends reach out to me saying hey like i've been struggling i've got i've been you know sending my resume out as hard as i can i i have a separate cover letter for every single job i'm applying to i'm following all the tips and advice out there i'm still not getting anywhere things are bad uh, i i can't you know there's really not a lot that i can say if you're studying or planning to work in the us this may have immigration ramifications as well you may not be able to stay in this country you may have to leave um you may not be able to get an ideal job that you want or may not be able to advance in your career the way you thought you wanted to uh every situation is different talk to people look at the different options that you have it, it, you know there's there's different routes you could maybe take a year off and go travel somewhere once you know travel is open and maybe find uh, learn some new skills I have a friend who basically was working for a hedge fund in New York and now with things going to hell he's basically decided that as soon as covid is over he's going to go work at a restaurant and just just like you know pick up some uh, sushi making skills or learn how to cook or something like that you know realizing that you know the world isn't what it's going to be it's perfectly fine to diversify and look at different options for yourself <clears throat> and how you can build it if you if there is a scenario where you have to say leave the us and go back to india or something like that that's okay too there may be opportunities available for you in india that you can capitalize on it's also totally okay to continue to build on your education if you thought maybe you know you're going to do a masters program in a year two years maybe later it's okay to bring that forward and do it now the world isn't fair and it's not going to be fair to you especially with everything that's going on but then there's but then you have to to actually take the initiative and make moves yourself to uh, well to, said. to to to, yeah, ma- to maximize think, uh, your time right now that's absolutely pearls uh, uh, of wisdom uh, face the reality deal with it now don't procrastinate do something about it and yes so why not even advance your grad school plans because you could sit out most yeah. of the uh, yeah recession or whatever you have in place uh, at the same time i feel uh, you've been very honest with your response to this question so that's going to be very useful for our listeners listening in uh, we will be organizing webinars on topics related to uh, options to sort of retool as well as reimagine how you can educate yourself uh, love to invite you on that panel lishan sure, so absolutely. delighted to have had this conversation so thank you thank you for your time and uh, in the next session we do we probably get uh, to understand more about your work and in related which is which is very much related to immigration uh, through the investor visa route uh, mm-hmm. but that we leave it for a next uh, session thank you and signing out for now thanks